This episode is brought to you by These Bites. If you're looking for the world's best empanadas, go to thesebites.com. They're an international bite with a Brazilian flair. All right, welcome in, everybody, to the Can We Kick It podcast. I'm your host, Mike, along with my good friend, Chuck, here. Hey, hey. How's it going, Chuck? Good, man. How are you? Man, I'm pretty good. I'm ready to kick it. After yeah, a long dude. day at work, I'm just ready to talk sports and and a little bit of winning time. But uh, did you have a good weekend? Yeah, it was pretty good. Um can't remember what I did, but <laughs> hopefully you didn't work all weekend. Oh, you did the uh, you did the uh, marathon, oh, I, the running marathon. Right? No, I did the track meet, the yeah. Houston corporate track meet. Nice. That's right. Uh, on Saturday, so that was fun. First experience ever running like a real track meet, pretty nice. much. So it was fun. A little tired. Sunday, relaxed, hung out by the pool. Nice. It was good weather for it. Yeah. A little little, little hot, but nice cool down for the pool. And yeah. you guys are like right there on the water, so it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's been got a lot of sunburn and but <laughs> need to need to get back in the groove of reapplying sunscreen. Yeah, that's blasphemous. I know. I, don't I usually need, don't, I don't but yeah. one day I'll die of a yeah. Pay for it skin in the cancer. Run. Yeah, but <laughs> do you take the boat out at all? No, it's still out of the water. Mm. We got it. We need to clean it and get it back in the marina. So nice. I I've been lazy. I was yeah. supposed to call and. Get someone to clean it and bottom paint it, get oh, it ready nice. to go back in the water. So, yeah. but I got other things going on, so it's it's hard to prioritize yeah. that. Low so. down, low down the list. I feel you. Yeah. Well, how was your weekend? It was good. I was over in your neck of the woods. I was over at the country club. I oh, that's was, right. You came by on uh, Saturday. Yeah, it was over at uh, Keels and Wheels. Yeah. Over at, I think it's Lakewood Country Club. Lakewood Yacht Club. Yacht Club. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yacht Club. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was Keels and Wheels, and got to drive. Uh, on Friday, I got to drive out a 2022 Tesla Plaid. It's like 0 to 60 in like 1.9 seconds. And I, yeah. I just like goosed it, and I was thrown back. In my, it was unbelievable. It was, it was way too much of a car for me. It was like 1,200 horsepower. But wow. it was good. I got to see a lot of old cars and got to spend some time with my dad and hang out and do nice. the stuff we like to do. So, yeah. Been watching a little bit of sports. You, you got me into this... Um, NHL Stanley Cup bracket, which I don't normally, you know, yeah. play in the Stanley Cup playoffs, but uh, having a lot of fun with it this season. Yeah, and I always like to say I don't really bet on anything, and then, like, <laughs> we talk about betting all the time. But, right. Um, yeah, so Cousin's Friend has a hockey pool, so got into that, sent it to you, you got into it. So, actually, watched a little bit of hockey. Yep. Uh, ready the first few days of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, we're recording this on Wednesday. Last night on Tuesday, the Rangers, who are a couple of our favorite, are our favorite team. They lost in three overtimes. Yeah, and that's what I love about oh. like playoff hockey is that. I mean, it's just three overtimes. There's no like penalty shootout no the players were dead like in the first period it looked like the rangers were going to score and then after that it kind of flipped and just kept worrying the bruins were going to score it seemed like they had the better of the chances and the third period it was just i mean both teams looked shot and it was going to be and and i you know i was i only started watching it overtime boston's goalie like went out and like i think Right before overtime, and so like some like journeyman goalie came in and held the Rangers scoreless like through two and a half overtime periods. Yeah, like, it was wild. Um, but yeah, I mean, how much have you watched any of the playoffs yet? Uh, a little bit. I watched a little bit of the Rangers, which you know, dude, it went three overtimes. I was really, I went to sleep in the second overtime <laughs> and woke up, and <laughs> you just the text to me, "Fuck," yeah. and I was like, "Oh man, they <laughs> lost." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, to watch some of the Hurricanes Bruins. I, dude, Hurricanes are yeah on fire. I think I, we'll we'll talk here in a little bit about who we think is going to be in the finals, but I think the Hurricanes is going to be one of the teams in the final. Yeah, they think <clears throat> they have some of the best odds to to win. I think. I mean, for me, I think. Uh, well, I was telling you before, I had Florida. Yeah, I was thinking Florida and Colorado in the final. Um, Florida lost their first game. I mean. Hockey is so there's, it's interesting. It seems like all the playoff series go like six, seven games. Oh yeah. I mean, it's hockey is just a weird sport. It's not like basketball and baseball in some regards. When they go like best of seven, the best team 
seems to win the majority of the time. Right. Or uh, hockey, it seems like like Florida, the President's Cup trophy, and they lost the first game. They may go back and win four to one the series, yeah. but it wouldn't surprise me if they lost you know four to three. <laughs> yeah. And you don't see that in like the NBA and no. other where like the number one seed loses to the eight seed or whatever. Very rarely happens. Yeah. yeah. So I can't believe Florida's like. Like at the top of the entire league, that's crazy. Yeah. I hadn't heard anything about them all season, but yeah, I, I figured they'd move already to another city. I was really hoping to be Houston. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but now that they were like they're on top, they're not moving. So my money's still on Arizona. Come to Houston. <laughs> yeah, the Houston Coyotes. <laughs> yeah, but that's just me. Yeah, we're both Rangers fans. It's funny how that worked out. Um, I've liked the Rangers for a couple of years. I do have money on them. To oh, win yeah. the Stanley Cup, so I do like uh, deep down want them to oh, win. That's right. Yeah, yeah. but I think it, it'll it'll come down to Carolina and somebody else in the finals. Yeah, I think Florida, Colorado, but it, I mean, I think Carolina got off to a good start. So, I think the Maple Leaves are just due for letdown, like they are every year. They make it to the playoffs, and then they just shouldn't. Yeah, win. yeah, yeah. Have they have they won the Stanley Cup, or it's been like a super long time? It's right? Been a long time. Yeah, yeah. and they. Yeah, they've come in with, like, best record or highly ready for the playoffs <laughs> yeah. and then kind of crapped the bed. Yeah, Avalanche won 7-2 last night. It just blew yeah. out. It was 5 nothing in the first period. Nashville, yeah. And then Dallas not doing me any favors. I picked Dallas to win in 6, I think, over Calgary. Calgary wins one to nothing last night. Was it, was it in Calgary, though? Uh, I think Yeah, I think it was in Calgary. Yeah, yeah. Calgary picked... Uh, in my series there. Yeah, it was in Calgary, yeah. Yeah, but I'm off to a rough start. I was like, the first night, I was like one and three. Last night, I think I was better. I think I was, well, I had the, I had the Rangers, would say lost. But I had Colorado, or I was two and two. Because yeah. I lost on the Panthers. They lost four to two to the Capitals. So. Yeah, it is the Capitals. I mean, they got Ovechkin, right? Yeah, well, and of course, like, you know, I do zero research before the pool <laughs> and I'm like looking at data analytics online and just seeing the percentages to like to advance around. And, yeah. and so, you know, I'm listening, I'm watching the, um, what was it? The, I was tuning into some of the game, I think, cause it was on one of the ESPN and the Capitals took the lead. And then they were talking, it was like, yeah, the Capitals are, you know, and I see Ovechkin and all the, the normal captions like, yeah, the Capitals are built, they're big, they're built for the playoffs, they're a big, strong, physical team, and like, I'm like, damn it. You <laughs> uh, uh, know, oh no, it was, uh, it was in the intermission of the Rangers game, oh, and Mark yeah. Messier was talking, he was um, a commentator on the ESPN in the, in the studio, and he was yeah. talking about the Caps, and I'm like, damn it, Captain <laughs> Cap is uh, a... <laughs> Is saying like he favors he, Washington's built for the playoffs, <laughs> yeah. and that Florida their record is a little overstated. They got yeah. hot, and then they you know it was like, uh oh, there goes my pick. You said Messier. Now I can think of a Seinfeld with David Putty down on the glass. You suck, Messier. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna say I was a fan of the Devils uh, for some time because yeah. um, just be contrarian uh, to oh, of some of the family yeah uh, love of the Rangers, but. My parents are Alabama fans, and I rooted for Tennessee for a time, and we didn't <laughs> we didn't speak for a while. <laughs> are they from Alabama? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. My my mom is from Tuscaloosa, and my dad I think is from yeah. born in Birmingham or something like that. Okay, yeah. They're huge Alabama football fans, so gotcha. I was like, oh Tennessee, and it's like a huge historic rivalry. Well, at had, least, a, had a T-shirt and everything that said Tennessee. Oh, it's bad. At least they're from Alabama, yeah. and they're Alabama fans, like. Yeah, they're they're true. I know all these people that are Alabama fans that have never (laughs) set foot in Alabama. And you're like, come on. T-shirt fans, man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, at least you know most A&M fans either, like, wanted to go to A&M or lived in Texas or actually went to A&M or Blinn. Yeah. Or they just, like, worked in College Station for a year at a bar. Yeah. You know, there's some, like, connection where they have some degree of separation. Yeah. Could just be a UT fan and just be like, oh, I grew up in Texas and we just watch Texas football. Well, that's what is funny because, like, you know, growing up in Texas here and my brother and I growing up, neither of us were A&M or UT. Like, somehow we were, like, Florida. He was Florida and I was Florida State. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, we'd go to Florida to, like, see family and all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. And 
So, like, I I used to have, like, a Florida State Seminoles, like, jersey and then, like, a license plate of, like, when oh, I was, man. like, a teen, like, young teenager. And, and my brother had Florida stuff. He probably will never admit this because, uh, yeah, he's not a big, there's a, he's a Georgia fan. but Ooh, dogs. Where he went to college in Georgia. But, <laughs> I was like, going to say, is that a recent fan because they just won the championship no no no, 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 no. he went to college oh, in, yeah. in georgia so yeah. Okay, yeah no there's some relevance there so oh, yeah. like they're gonna have some bandwagon fans for a couple of years oh georgia, yeah georgia yeah well and like i mean i went to school in like you know iowa for two years in south dakota for two years so like when i was there besides my small school i rooted for nebraska but like oh yeah but now but that was kind of bandwagon they were also good at the time they were good yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then now, like, U of H, and then oh, yeah. I just like watching a football. And I went to you know, U of H for my master's, so, yeah. you know, it's better when you're young and you like, you know, I don't know, this is where we have a bit of a, a little bit of an age difference. So, like, when I was young, like, I loved Bo Jackson, Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. Um, Grew up some, some of the Woods. good years, yeah. you know. Like, but I didn't wasn't like a fan of like the Royals, but I had a Royals hat because I loved Bo Jackson. Yeah, you know, and it, it transcended that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's I mean, plus two back then you had like when the Bulls were winning the championships in the nineties. Yeah, they won like I think it was three in a row, and then the Rockets won two, and Jordan won a league. And then Jordan came back, and the Bulls won two more in a row. They, like, won, they won three in a row yeah, after that. Yeah. yeah, so they won, like, three in a row, and then the Rockets won two, and then they won three in a row again. Yeah. So it's, like, eight-year period in the 90s <laughs> was the Bulls and the Rockets. Yeah, you know? it was right in the sweet spot for you. And yeah. so, like, yeah, I remember going, like, out and, like, in the streets when the Rockets won. But, like, I love the Rockets, but also was a huge Jordan, you know, yeah. fan. I mean, everybody was a Jordan fan back then, but... I don't know. It's uh, it's always funny to like when the Bulls were big back in the day. Like meeting people who were like, "Yeah, Jordan's good, but I'm really like a uh, Dennis Rodman fan." And yeah. It's just like, "Oh, you like a rebel." And it's like now I want to root for Tiger Woods just because of all the shit he went through. Yeah. Not that he, not that I didn't want to root yeah. for him back in the day, but it's like, okay, he's an outcast. I'm a root for that guy. Yeah, I more want to see the Masters now because like, the, you know, last in the last Masters, more like redemption story. Yeah. Like, you know, all the self-inflicted shit that he did yeah. you know it's kind of like i want Blew john daly legs. to come back and win yeah. something too like i the, saw a photo of him on instagram like smoking <laughs> a cigarette on the driving like yeah i'm just like we need that guy back at golf the dude was like happy gilmore and then <laughs> yeah. and then like you know he was winning stuff and then went kind of you know went away but um yeah it's always good to root for i don't know people that Maybe are the outcast or get pushed out. Yeah, but like people, the media don't necessarily favor, right? Because yeah, a lot of people like people who just carry the game. Tom Brady, stuff like that. Yeah, I like a little outcast, somebody that the media just kind of shits on, but they're good. And it's yeah. like, yeah, you people don't know Davis what you're missing. Mills? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like you people don't know what you're missing. Okay, like this guy's amazing. <laughs> Mr. Trubisky from the Bears. Oh yeah, the Bears. Yeah, no, it, that, that's true, yeah, because every, like, you know, certain people get a lot of the attention from the media, and, yeah. you know, it it blocks out some of the, it throws some shade on, on other other folks, but. Yep. Yeah, and, yeah, I mean, it's always interesting, too, like, I mean, you're not a big basketball person, but the debate with Jordan and Kobe and LeBron and, like, you know, it's always a debate in basketball especially like who's the greatest player of all time who is the greatest player of all time between those three let's say just those three. i was gonna say i was yeah. gonna i was gonna say kareem man just oh, from yeah. watching uh <laughs> i would say kareem and a kareem and hakeem man yeah, I, but just between those three for me it'd be jordan kobe and lebron yeah and i think the difference is is like lebron is also lebron's just like a freak of yes he's like magic johnson's uh, kind of the same way yeah. you know like six nine six you know big dudes that have good handles and and can play but like i think jordan like with the six rings or whatever it's kind of like brady with the rings it just vaults you to the top it's a whole nother level yeah Yeah. and then jordan would just take over i mean there's never any games where 
where Jordan wasn't taking like the last shot. Or at least uh, you don't remember. Where like a lot of times in the playoffs, like LeBron's passing off to somebody else, or had you know historically did that a few times with the Cavs. Yeah, and someone else is taking the final shot. I mean, Jordan would be like triple team and like you know troll around and step back and you know push off or what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there was. <laughs> But it was always most most of the time was in his hands at the end of the game, and he he won it for you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He may have had a better. I think he probably had a better supporting cast than the rest of them. For sure. Yeah. You, know, you had Pippen. Yeah. And Rodman, Steve Kerr, and what like Bill Cartwright and. Uh, I forgot all he, about Steve Kerr being on the Bulls. Yeah, I mean, until you know, I watched the documentary. I think you had probably a better. Supporting cast. Supporting cast and, like... I mean, you had Kobe and Shaq together for a while. Yeah. And... But it's kind of like, you know... LeBron... Kind of the new thing that's going on in the NBA is... These trio of stars yeah. that go places to win... Big win three. Yeah, the big three. Yeah. And he went to Miami. Um, I think he won one in Cleveland. Then one in Miami. And then one in L.A. Yeah, two in Miami, one two. in... I think he did a back-to-back in Miami. Yeah. And then left Miami and did Cleveland, and then left Cleveland and did L.A. But I agree, in your rankings, Le- uh, Jordan one, Kobe two, yeah, LeBron three. Love Jordan. Grew up on the tail end of his career. Yeah. Kobe, I didn't have respect for at the time because I didn't like the Lakers and they were yeah. just dominant. And looking back now, I was like, oh, dude, that guy was amazing. Yeah. And then I liked... James, when he first started coming out of Akron, like he was the Akron Hammer. Yeah. And then he left Cleveland and was like, all right, peace out. I'm going to Miami. And I was like, fuck yeah. this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that turned a lot of people off. And I think, I mean, I, I watched some of his high school game. They were on yeah. ESPN. It was, it was, <laughs> yeah. you see the guy, he just didn't look like he, I mean, the guys you were playing against oh. it. Yeah. Wasn't even fair. No. Yeah. So, I think it's a good um, yeah, LeBron, segue. And LeBron's got four and four Jordan's got six. Yeah. So How many has Kobe got? He's got to have somewhere in there. Two or three. Let's see. Kobe Bryant championships. Five. Oh, shoot. He's got, he's I got didn't one, realize He's got five. one on James. So, I mean, that also makes sense with my rankings then. And he, he had a three-peat. Yeah. 2001, 02. 9 10. He had one three peat in there. Yeah. That's, oh, dude, yeah. I, I love the argument between, oh, who's better, like um, Jordan or, or James? And I'm like, Jordan. I'm yeah, well, and I think the rings bear that out. Yeah. But yeah, segue into that, right? You were about to talk about yeah, winning, winning time. Yeah, winning time, man. Yeah. So. Yeah, for our normal listeners, we're a little sports-heavy on this one yeah. today, so we'll, we got a bunch of things coming up next week that we're going to watch. Like, we're both almost done with Ozark, and I think yeah. we're going to do next week a pretty lengthy two-hour or so pod about the season and kind of break it down. In order to avoid some spoilers, you know, so we got Slow Horses, we got the end of Outer Range next week, we got a hefty, heavy lifting to do next Monday and Friday release, Monday, Tuesday release and Friday, so, but we wanted to talk, and too, before the season finale of Winning Time, so, yeah. both of us are not big basketball fans, and to be honest, I couldn't care less about the Lakers dynasty from like sports perspective, but, and we talked about this show winning time on HBO. We talked about it a few times kind of sparingly. Yeah. Even before the show was on. Yeah. We talked about it a lot before the show was on. A lot of hype. And then talked about it a few times. And I think the last time we talked about it, I wasn't really vibing with it. Yeah. Had to say, Completely changed my mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last, I think we were talking about maybe after episode, like, two, three, four, something early on. And 
I think now, as we got, we've watched through episode nine and and season ten comes out this Sunday, the eighth of May. Yep. Uh, uh, sorry, episode ten, the finale. The last few episodes are really, really good. Yeah, a total change from the shows. Yeah, yeah, original pace. Yeah, and and really, what I think, listening to some other podcasts talk about this, over the first four or five episodes, it was like before the season, the build up preseason and then it was like episode six or seven they get into the season yeah i mean it's pretty it a while it pretty much the first four or five episodes they're not even in the basketball season yeah there's a there's so much drama going in to the yeah. first season of bus owning the team yeah that i didn't even know about and it was like okay i know what happens in the first season so show me that and it was like and hey, we're gonna show you about five hours of pre basketball stuff yeah and yeah i think the last couple episodes really changed the dynamic because they show a lot about jerry buss's mom and the relationship he had with her and and his daughter who now owns the team Jeannie, and kind of the humanity of <laughs> dr bus that they haven't really shown so, a lot of so i have an interesting kind of thought with the show yeah. so you know there's a part in episode nine where they Dr. Buss, who's played brilliantly by oh, John C. Riley. Yes. He should win an award for it. I, you know, there was some talk that Will Farrell was supposed to do that, and they, or it was between Farrell and, and John C. Riley, and Adam McKay went with John C. Riley, and it made, you know, it caused a big rift in their trio. But I think it would be a completely different show with Will Farrell. I don't think it would be as good. I agree. I he, he would be more of a, I don't know. It, it would just be him playing Jackie Moon, but yeah, playing Jerry Buss. There Boss. you go. He played a basketball <laughs> owner. He played an owner. Owner, coach. Owner, coach, player. <laughs> yeah. Promoter. Yeah. So he's already played that character. Yeah. And I think John C. Rowe's done a good job. But I think, you know, in episode nine, they, there's this whole decision. Jack McKinney was coming back from his health injury. Yeah. And from riding, he fell off a bike. In this true story, and uh, had head injury, stepped away from the team, and Paul Westhead took over, who was the assistant coach, and they brought Pat Riley from the announcing booth to be his assistant coach. And they were doing really well with them two at the helm. The players were more relaxed. And a lot of that is, is true. But then when they made the decision to go with Westhead, and Riley, and not bring uh, McKinney back. In the show, it's like this gut-wrenching, asking multiple people, getting, you know, trying to get Jerry West to make a decision. And so there are some news articles about the decision, mm. and Jerry West is like, I'm the owner, and I want to have fun, and I'm having fun with these guys. Like, that's what he told the paper. Jerry you know? Boss. Jerry Buss, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, in the show, he's all, like... So like, hard. Uh, yeah, I can't make a decision. Somebody else has got to make yeah, it. Yeah, and it's gotta. like, yeah. But apparently, like, he did really visit him, and he didn't know who he couldn't tell that it was him. That because was of rough. Him. Yeah. Yeah. He's, so, like, biking and, like, exercising on, like, a stationary bike, and then, like, somebody knocks at the door, and he goes to answer it. And it's Jerry Buss with like a bottle of scotch, and he's like, "What's going on, man?" And he's like, "Uh, can you hold on a second? Let yeah. me get my wife." And yeah. He's like, "Can you come sign for this?" <laughs> he's like, "Sorry about this, man." Yeah. yeah. It's just like, oh my god. So you just saw like Jerry Buss's face. He was just like, "Oh shit." <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I mean, he knew that he wasn't ready, but it, yeah. it really came down to what, what, you know, he had told reporters and newspapers, like, "I'm the owner, and I'm you know, yeah. I'm here to have fun." Yeah. So that wasn't because that's how the rest of his persona is really throughout the whole thing until his mother, he realized his mother is sick and dying and all that. So, yeah, which I thought that was a good moment. They broke into some old starlet's house that they used to break into when he was a kid. Yeah. When they were poor. And then um, they had that moment and then like she like passed away. Well, no, she she had a seizure or stroke or stroke. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she ended up passing away, right? Yeah, or, yeah. They yeah. took her off life support. Yeah, like, that's right. At yeah, they, the, they, as the Lakers are... I don't think... 
I don't think so. There's some things that don't line up. You know what I was? Yeah, listening. it's all for dramatic effect and shit. And like the Spencer Haywood, which I really love that mm, um, yeah stuff. That so yeah we so the timeline of that that actually happened during the finals mm. and in the show they make it semifinals pre final yeah but or the conference final and yeah, it yeah. really happens in the finals of there was no big confrontation apparently between Kareem and mm-hmm. or there was no like Kareem sitting down and talking with them yeah but he really did call a hitman like so at the end of the episode Spencer Haywood is gonna hire like if, like wants to kill Paul Westhead for <laughs> basically you know he uh, Spencer Haywood, Haywood had a drug problem and which like they predict 70-80% of the league was on cocaine at the time in the late 70s early 80s so but you know he ends up getting kicked off the team in the finals or leaving and the real story is he calls up a and this is in his book and this is and he made amends with Paul Westhead and all in, this. In Haywood's book? Yeah. Nice. And so he basically had like some loose mob connections in Detroit. Called up a guy and they were gonna they weren't gonna kill him. They were gonna cut the wires on his brakes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's such an interesting story. But you know, you talk about <laughs> it's like <laughs> this is like a real story. Yeah. But then he like backed out or there was some reason why he didn't go through with it. Uh or they found there was something but just the crazy stories all around the Lakers becoming a major franchise with, you know, Shark, uh, Tark the Shark and at UNLV yeah. and that guy dying and and then yeah. I had no idea Haywood like actually had to like try to put a hit out on on Westhead. That's crazy. Yeah, when I made the mistake of reading that story before the episode, yeah. So like I knew I'm like I wish I wouldn't have known that. Um, <laughs> Before I watched it, but I mean, there's so much out there, and it, that's one one of these things that's like a real story. You can't avoid, you know, some of these things, and well, it's a real story, but you know, there's liberties taken with oh, definitely uh, with the story, but yeah, you can't like- you can't avoid it. Like, they're, he's taking his mom off of life support, and it just so happens to be, like, they won the game, and they're like, Dr. Bluff must be happy somewhere. And yeah. he's, like, crying, and he's they're, like, removing the tube, and yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, there's no way this happened at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, are they going to postpone the playoffs? And it was like, yeah, no, <laughs> not for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought that was interesting. Like, yeah. he's so into himself that he would ask that question. Yeah. But man, like Wood Harris is the actor that plays uh, Spencer Haywood, yeah. and you know he was in The Wire, and remember the Titans. That's right. He was Julius, I think. Yeah, yeah. he's in Above the Rim. Dude is he kills it. He's in Paid in Full. He kills it in this role. Oh, I mean, yeah. he, and like the weird McKay camera work stuff. And the zooming in, like, on his face. Dude, he was and, sweating. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was like, ooh. He, he's good, man. I love Wood Harris. He does a really good job. Yeah. Uh, at Spencer Haywood. So, I think that's... It's gotten better. Yeah. Show. Yeah, it, it's really... I think what they... What I was hearing on other podcasts is, is they theorized that they had to speed up because they went so slowly through, like, yeah. The first five episodes that, you know, you didn't think you were going to get to the finals, no. basically. But then they just kind of sped up. So like they took liberties with, it was like, oh, it's December and it's the first road trip of the year. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know. Um, I feel like HBO was like, all right, yeah, shoot your show. And they get like five episodes in and HBO's like, dude, this is a 10 episode series, not a 25. And they're like. Oh, shit, we got to yeah. speed it up, guys. And can we kind of stick to, like, one season a show or something, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, but, yeah, I think, I mean, going forward, it's going to be interesting to see, you know. I mean, obviously, I think it's pretty, it'll be pretty established what happens in, in episode 10. I mean, they're going to be in the finals versus Philly. So you have the Dr. J character that's already been established from the All-Star game and yep. stuff. and. Uh, I'd love how they basically are like, 
Oh, and Boston loses to Philly. Loved like, it. Yeah. There's no. It's just all Lakers. They Gloss just not even right over it. Yeah, they do the one episode where it's Bird versus Magic, which you know, I was at that time I was three, but I'm in the '80s. That was like that was what it was. Yeah. It was always Bird versus Magic. There was like an Atari game or a Sega game, Bird versus Magic. I mean, it was just Lakers Celtics, man. It was huge. Yeah, yeah. And so they, you know, it's, it's also interesting to talk about that. Like Game Six of the Finals, you know, as we get into the finals for the season finale, yep. it was on tape delay. Like even Miracle on Ice, like was, some was tape on delay. tape delay. So yeah. like all these, you know, we we take for granted now that we can turn on. Like <laughs> like I went to a concert last night, and I've got, I had the Rangers first overtime period on my phone, you know, while the concert's going on, and back then it was like, oh wow, game seven of something, oh. We gotta watch it tomorrow, or like <laughs> yeah. after it's over. Or... Don't get the Sunday. Yeah, don't get the Sunday edition. You're gonna find out who won. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have, especially like in the early '80s. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, now you can't even. Like I, can't accidentally go to, Vulture or AV Club or something because I'm gonna see a headline that says Ozark. Season finale, holy cow, so-and-so was this. Yeah. Like, literally, you can't, like, today, I didn't even think the Astros were playing. I I didn't know they were playing in the afternoon. And I looked down at my watch and I get an alert. Oh, Astros win 7-2. I'm like, oh. Oh, day game. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know it either, yeah. But now you can't. We know everything all the time, real time. But I think, you know, we'll see the finale. It'll be interesting how they show. There was, um, it was interesting. So I think it was um, the Prestige, uh, Prestige TV pod. They were talking about this episode. And they had mentioned that, you know, their big uh, Bill Simmons is talking about it and he is he was a big um he's a big basketball guy wrote some books on basketball and he talks about they mention there's a player on the Lakers I don't want to spoil it for anybody if they want to watch but what happens with Kareem and some other stuff that happens in the final but there's a player on the Lakers who has not said one word, and they don't show. It's all pretty much, you know, cream and magic, and maybe Norm Nixon and some of the things. So this guy in Game Six scores like thirty-seven points, and Magic scored like thirty something, and they scored like seventy-nine of the team's points. Oh my! But God. the guys have said one word in the show, <laughs> and I'm trying to remember the guy's name because. Hey, he was actually a really good player for the Lakers, but all you hear about, you know, is is Kareem and Magic, yeah, and really the superstars. Um, you know, you you don't hear. That's where the media is at. Yeah, and that's what the show. Want, I mean, the show doesn't want to take time to talk about, you know, some of the other the other folks. Um, well, it's the topic at hand, right? They just did the Jordan documentary, and then there's another documentary on Hulu or something that's like Kareem and Magic. So, like, this show is definitely about Kareem and Magic and Bus. <laughs> yeah. So they're not they're not going to expand too far, but no, and you can. I mean, yeah, that's so what real life about. is for. You can read about Game Six. <laughs> Everybody's got game. a book. Yeah. And that's what, but that's what's intriguing about these shows. I mean, there's so many shows out now that are like based on whatever. And we've talked about the dropout and we crashed and super pumped, not so much, but just the theory of those shows. The rip from the headlines. The winning time is loosely based. I mean, it's fact it's factually based on them winning the championship and some of the players. Yeah. But, you know, loosely based on some of the personalities that are shown. I mean, Jerry West is basically like suing HBO yeah. <laughs> because of the way he was portrayed in the <laughs> yeah. series so far. And I love the way that 
Sorry, Jerry West, please don't sue me. But I love the way they portray him, like just from a TV perspective, because he's like the negative person to like Magic Johnson's like bubbly personality, you know, and just nothing ever satisfies. And it's interesting. You have like three personality. Well, you can't you have multiple. Like Jerry Buss is just a like womanizing like. 1980s, 70s guy that you wouldn't see, you don't see it today. Um, and then you have Magic Johnson, who's like real charismatic, real happy, also womanizing stuff. But he, you know, there's something different about him. Um, he just seems genuinely happy, and everybody's like, "Why are you so happy?" Like it's, it's yeah. all. It's like no, he's just happy, right? Yeah. And then you have Kareem, who's like stoic thoughtful yeah mindful you know fighting for causes and then you have jerry west's characters like i hate the world yeah. why god why'd you make me good at basketball you know yeah. he's just like like i mean the way they portray him it's just this this vast uh menagerie jerry I don't really know. I spent 20 years playing this game, and I bitched about it the whole time. Only did not be on a beach drinking a Mai Tai, being right here bitching about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's exactly. And, like, he's just not happy. Yeah. Um, or that's the way they portray him. But right, right. I don't know. I think I'm, I'm excited to see the finale, and then I'm assuming that season two you'll probably have. Um, it'll be interesting, though. I don't want to get anybody can Google this, but I went and looked at... You know, 1980 to 1990, the teams that won the championship. And, you know, I think the Lakers won like three or four in that period. Yeah. You also have Celtics. You have 76ers. So there's going to be some seasons where they don't win. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see, like, how they portray that or or what more can they add, right? Like... My worry would be the second, third, fourth season. If you do season by season, right? Yep. Like, I don't think they'll do season by season, but um, I do have a theory. But I think they'll be like, oh, it was an up year. And then like the next season will be like, the Lakers just won two straight. Can they do it again this year? And it'll be like a flash forward and be like, well, they just finished last in the league or whatever. And then it'll be like their return to... Well, that's where I'm wondering if you start to go more decade by decade by decade. You know, you've only gone one season here, right? So season two, what are you going to do? Are you going to wrap up the rest of the 80s? And then season three, do you go to the 90s? Season four, 2000? I was wondering, are they going to jump to like, are they going to do another season of like Kareem and Magic and then like Magic retires because he's got AIDS? And do they like show, like, a young Kobe coming into the league in the in the mid to late 90s. Well, they already showed young Kobe, like... On the sideline. Yeah, yeah. In, the, in the stands. Jelly Bean yeah. was, like, playing. Jelly so. Bean Bryant. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Just had a son, Kobe. They show him, it's like, Peanut hey. Bryant. <laughs> yeah. That's, I completely forgot about that. You're right. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, I think they're, if they do, unless they're just going to stick to that time period, yeah. you could literally have, you know, a five-season show about the 80s. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see because I don't know how current you would want to go. Do you want to go yeah. to 2020 COVID shortened Lakers championship right. <laughs> or, you know, I don't know. I've, I think I said a couple episodes back, they're not going past two seasons. I just I don't think they'll get that momentum and then HBO will go. It was it, a, it was a good show, but we're gonna we're gonna shelve it for something else. It, I agree, especially since it's like a dramatized. Yeah. Show it's not you know like Hard Knocks is a season by season yeah. in depth look during training camp right yeah and so I've watched a few here or there if there's teams I was interested in like I watched the Texans one yeah, yeah. and I watched a few other ones but this one I think it's you know we we look at it from like the prestige angle a lot of people are maybe watching because of basketball or they're Lakers fans. It's been interesting because outside of you and I, I don't know anybody else that's watching it. Nobody. And even listening to other critics and podcasters, they're like, 
family and friends of ours aren't watching it. And like, why are we watching it? What is... <laughs> and, just, it just hit me. I was like, why aren't we talking about the show if you and I are the only ones that are watching <laughs> Yeah, this will probably be our least listened to podcast, and that's why we're going to make it short. Yeah. But I think it's just kind of... I think if you're a fan of Adam McKay... For sure. And John C. Riley. And Sally Field. I mean, yeah. Sally freaking Field is Jerry, Buss, is Jerry Buss's mom. Yeah. She's 176 um, years old, but she looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just reading off, like, if you love Adam McKay's stuff and you want, you know, here's, like, just cast list. I mean, you have, well, Quincy Isaiah, who plays Magic Johnson, who I didn't know before this, is awesome. Oh, like, he's amazing. He's yeah. really good. Yeah. But you have... Uh, Hadley Robinson, the genie bus. John C. Riley, Jerry Bus. Gabby Hoffman plays um, someone in the the his front office or whatever. Oh yeah, she's the operations advisor, I think. Yeah, Jason Clark, Adrian Brody, Jason Siegel, Wood Harris, Sally Field, Michael Chiklis, Gillian Gate, uh, Gillian Jacobs from Community. Who's freaking Pat Riley's wife? That's right. Which she's only appeared like in a couple episodes, but yeah. there's speculation that like now that Pat Riley, it's it's Pat Riley's yeah time, that she'll yeah. next season will play a more like that's a larger big, role. That's a pretty big hire. Yeah, cast wise, casting wise. Another they were talking. It was I'm stealing this from the from Bill Simmons, but they were they had a theory that it's going to end like celebrating. Champagne and they get Pat Riley's hair wet and it gets slicked back ah. and that's how he develops the slick back look. I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you you also have uh, Juliana Nicholson, who was in uh, Mayor of Easttown, mm. is freaking McKinney's wife. Is in like three scenes. Yeah. Um, Paul Abdul. Oh no, she doesn't know. She's got a character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's a character. Sorry, sorry. Um, Mike Epps, who played Richard Pryor oh, yeah. in like ten seconds of an episode. I still don't know who played Young Jack Nicholson. Oh, the Adrian, but Adrian Brody freaking playing Pat Riley. Oh, it was amazing. I, he was he annoyed me like the first episode he was oh, there. But he's very insecure in his like. I, I love like I love him now like as a the the relationship that him and. <laughs> Westhead. Westhead. I love how Westhead's just trying to read Shakespeare, and they're just like, oh, my God, dude. <laughs> they start spraying him with the... <laughs> the shaving cream. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I recommend watching it. I, I didn't really like it through about the first half, but it still begs the fact of, like, why are we watching it? You yeah. know, and I think... I feel like I've been talking a lot, but, like, with the amount of TV there is. Yeah. You can't, there's not many shows that we could just talk about. No. And everybody's going to be watching. No, of course Like, not. we assume everybody's watching Ozark, yeah. and then I talk to people like, oh, I got to watch Ozark. Or yeah. I watched the first season. Like, I yeah. watched... Um, I know a handful of people that are watching Ozark. Yeah. I know nobody watching Tokyo Vice, so I can't talk yeah. about that much. <laughs> well, even, well, when we started talking about Severance, I couldn't find Damn. anybody. By the time we... But by, by the time it, it caught on, we were about like episode five or oh, six, we and everybody's yeah. like, "Oh, I love Severance." Yeah, and we bought stock early at Severance. We were you, you you bought it a little, little earlier than I did, but we were all. I saw Severance on the radar because I love Adam Scott. So anytime I see, it, and then I started researching and lo- learning about the show, and I was like, "Okay, this is this is my jam. Yeah. This is gonna we, be." Good. We bought in at two dollars, and people were buying in after us at twenty dollars yeah. a share. Like, yeah. yeah, we were like, "Okay, yeah, we bought in way low." Game on. I mean, and just another thing, I think Mike and I are going to try to talk about this next week. Depends how much he watches over the weekend. Or maybe we we watch it after, or we wrap it up afterwards. But I think one of the best shows out there right now, I don't think anybody's really watching either. And I think it's because it's also on Apple TV and it started after Severance. But Slow Horses is a fantastic show. It's so good. It's, it's, It's probably one of the better... Better stories and made shows out there. What is and with, what best acted shows? Apple needs to work on marketing. Well, they don't care. They just they <laughs> they push phones and tablets and computers, but yeah, the content they are starting to have on Apple is head and shoulders above a lot yeah. of other stuff. I mean, for me, Winning Time is a, is a tier two kind of show yeah. right now. Yeah, but Severance. 
Yeah. Slow Horses. Ted Lasso, man. Yeah. We were early on all of these shows, yeah. and nobody's talking about it. They, they're talking about it late, like yeah. halfway through the season. Yeah. Well, and that's what I really I haven't heard much. Occasionally on The Watch, they talk occasionally about Slow Horses, maybe for a few minutes. Yeah. But I can't find anything else on on that show. No. I can't find anybody talking about Outer Range, except oh. The Watch talked about the first episode, yeah. and, or the first two episodes, and then I... And then nothing. I Googled the, I, the other day, besides when we talked about five and six last time, there was like one recap page. I mean, there was literally, like you know, <laughs> a lot of these it. shows, you see like yeah. 10 different websites with recaps. Yeah. There one like, episode, one page per episode. Like, yeah. yeah. This was like episodes five and six, and there was... One kind of shitty review, and then I think I saw another one with how bad the they think the show is, and yeah. that was it. Like, it's a, that's that's a unique show. It's just a weird show. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a no. tough one to categorize. Yeah, that's, we, that's definitely going to be hard for people to get into. I think. Well, and that's part of I think part of our appeal too is talk, you know besides the Ozark and other popular shows we've talked about is talking about shows that may be off the radar uh, for people. So yeah, for sure. I mean I I think. Going back, when I'm, I mean, probably to me, and it has some of the highest IMDb ratings of all time with Mr. Robot, and that's a show that's still hardly known by yeah. by most people, and it's one of the best shows that you'll ever watch on TV. For sure. And you catch it, you catch in Rami Malek like yeah pre Oscar yeah it's before he played uh, Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Um, and other many other roles now. So, and I got a shout out to my my buddy Craig who we were chatting, and he has a tried and true system of watching TV based on the IMDb uh, episode ratings. Really, and he says it never fails him. Like huh. he's like stick to the shows that have consistent eight or nine, you know, rankings per episode, and maybe has like a six thrown in there every once in a while, but. You're not going to be steered wrong, you know, by the shows that have the eight and nine yeah. every episode. Um, so I'll do a little more research on that. But, you know, we try to if you're not into that kind of stuff, we try to help weed out some of the shows. So Chuck will be having a one man Yellowstone podcast coming soon. Yeah, I keep I still get asked to. My friend Craig also asked me this, like, dude, just start, just watch Yellowstone. Yeah. And I'm like, no. No. Hold out, man, like, as long as you I'm, can. Hold out as long as I can. <laughs> and uh, It's like I keep getting, yo, when are you guys going to talk about The Witcher on Netflix? And I'm like, do you know the list of stuff I got to watch before I make it to The Witcher? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and same thing, too. Like, I, you know, a show that I forget about that I watched the first, like, can't remember four or five seasons. Peaky Blinders. Like yeah. I, I've watched that, rewatched the show so many times, and I think another season coming out this summer. I think it's we the have, final season. Yeah. yeah, we haven't talked about it once. Nope. <laughs> like Killian Murphy is like an amazing actor, and but I need to find a way to get that back on my radar, and yeah. maybe it's like. You know, letting go of some of these second tier shows, yeah. but that goes kind of back to circle back to my whole after winning time. Thought there's so much content out there that yeah. you know I think we have to learn to maybe to cut bait on some of these that uh, yeah. at least talking about it <laughs> jump early. Yeah, but we really haven't gone. No, I think winning depth. time is by far the most we've invested in a show that we're mediocre. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but dude, we're about to have Stranger Things come out, and then um, we still got Ozark. The end of with, end of Ozark, which, by the way, I'm I'm twenty minutes left in the finale as we like, speak. So I got like three episodes left. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about that because I think I have some controversial takes on, unless something changes drastically in the last twenty minutes. But I got some thoughts on. The second part of Ozark versus yeah. the first and the seasons as a whole, but uh, I think we've got, you know, as Mike mentioned, Stranger Things coming up. We want to talk about Slow Horses at the ending of Outer Range, but we in May we get back. Uh, May we get into Obi Wan. Is it and, 
I'm kind of more excited for Obi-Wan than I am excited for Stranger Things. I'm not going to lie. That may just be a hot take. No, that's, that's an interesting thing because... To be fair, I'm probably not as excited for either one of them as I should be. That's fair. I think the Stranger Things trailer got me pumped, but yeah. as is any of those... A shout out to my niece Aubrey who uh, called us out for not knowing the <laughs> what happened in season three basically and how important who was that guy are. that tiny game yeah. was it was it Billy yeah well, it was Billy <laughs> so basically the trailer got me pumped yeah. I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch but again that's I think that's the problem with the Netflix shows and yeah. I'm getting I avoided this with the first part of Ozark I watched one like a week for the show or two a week because we did in in. And yeah. chunks of two. Yeah. It came out Friday. I started watching them like Monday, and it's Wednesday, and I've watched awesome. all of them. Yeah. Yeah. We were t- we were talking about like savoring the flavor, and I was like, I'm gonna try to take it slow. And then today in the office, you were like, Yeah, I've got twenty minutes yeah. left, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! At our last podcast, I said <laughs> I was gonna take it slow, and of course, and since we recorded that on Monday, I've watched <laughs> seven episodes or whatever. So yeah, we just gotta find time to watch some new, some other stuff that we might not. But as long as we don't get into another cycle of Boardwalk Empire, I think we can make it. Because I just started The Office over again, and I'm like, why do I do this to myself? Well, and I've been doing that too because I don't want to go overload on on some of these shows. So yeah. I we're watching so much, and we're talking about so much, so. You know, the other day I put on, like, I ended up, while I was working or when I was going to bed, I just was had Silicon Valley on the background. Yeah. And so it's like, That's so you can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Um, I was doing that with uh, Parks and Rec until I ended the series again. Yeah. Like two I've got to give Parks and Rec and Community <sighs> and Good Place a break because that was what I was watching it over and over. That's the, that's the wash and wear. That's recycle it. Let's do it again. Yeah. So yeah, we got to find some, some other stuff to watch. But I think we got a pretty good list going. Yeah. So I know I shared shared the list with some some people out there that have been listening, and if I, I've I've heard from a few people on suggestions and commentary, so I'll always appreciate that. Uh, Mike, any final thoughts on anything else? No, I don't think so, but uh, you know, be sure to go out and follow us on uh, Spotify and Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. You can always find us on uh, Instagram at CanWeKickItPod. Uh, you can also email us at CanWeKickItPod1 at gmail.com, and you can always go to our website, KickingItMedia.com. Peace!